Well, you know, I'm passionate about talking about farm. I guess that's what the show is, right? It's the farming show. But I think it's it's really important, not just because, hey, it feels good to talk about farming. It's important because people want to know. They want to know where their food comes from. They want to know what's going on in these fields here in Whatcom and Skagit counties and ac- across Washington State. Of course, that's what I'm focused on with my new job now that I'm not a full-time radio guy. Save family farming. Dylan Honkoop with you here on The Farming Show on KGMI News Talk 790. So, yeah, I'm not here daily, but I do check in here on Saturday mornings. Glad to be with you. Glad to, to be supported in this farming show by Farmers Equipment Company, Laurel Farm and Western Supply, and McAvoy Oil, our faithful sponsors. Big shout out to them here on this Saturday morning. Uh, this this um, advocacy, do people use that word in, in like normal life? I don't know. That's kind of becoming a jargon term in some ways. But advocacy for farming is becoming more and more of a thing, especially with the younger generation, people my age and younger who are are farmers. And they're saying, no, we're not going to do it like farming did in the past. In the past, farming didn't say a whole lot about itself. didn't really stick its head up. You know, people just wanted to keep their head down Keep on the farm, keep working, you know, and, and the loud mouths in the city and wherever else they can say what they want and whatever, it doesn't matter, I'm going to keep farming. Well, people have, have begun to realize in the past couple of decades that it does matter. Um, and sadly, the, the, the stats tell us that trust in farming is at an all-time low as far as what the people who eat our products, you know, people who eat food, those people, uh, what they generally think about farmers, how much they trust farmers to do the right thing. Why is that? And what's going on? A big part of it, I believe, is because farming has done a poor job of telling its story. Well, why? Because they just want to keep their head down and farm, which, again, used to work. doesn't work anymore. So you know I'm so passionate about this issue, and, and I devote time uh, quite often on this show to, to talk about advocating for farming, telling farming story, to make a difference, to actually put a dent in all this ignorance that's out there about farming. Somebody who's doing a lot of that joins me on the program, Derek Josie. He's actually outside of Washington State. He's just down in Oregon, down in Tillamook. A lot of people familiar with Tillamook, they think cheese. Um, a lot of dairy farming, kind of an area similar to Whatcom County in some ways, right on the coast, lots of rain and lots of dairy farms, and the cows are happy down there just like they are uh, up here in western Washington. Derek, you have become kind of a, well, there's a few different terms, you know, a farming advocate, a, a, a pro-agtivist, and lot, lots of people have different names for it, right? And, and I think some of those are cheesy. But anyway, you, you stick your head up, you speak in favor of and support farming. Why did you start doing that? You know, a lot of people, you know, the, especially the older generation say, eh, not smart. <laughs> you, you stick your head up, you're going to get smacked. You know, you're going to become a target, right? Right. Well, I started because, well, frankly, I'm in the dairy industry and we were already a target. Whether you speak up or not, you're yep. a target. Uh, if you're anybody that's online knows all the idiotic propaganda that's out there. I mean, they'll show pictures of a rotary parlor and say that those cows never leave the parlor and they're <laughs> stuck hooked up to the machine 24 hours a day. And, you know, we, we sit they, there and they laugh haven't at it. Said, they haven't said that a rotary parlor is another larger cow torture machine yet? No, oh, no, they've done that too. I've seen one where it, it was what they like to call you know, i can't even say it out loud um but yeah, yeah they call it all careful sorts we're on the radio here of, yeah 
Uh, but <laughs> and you know, those of us in the industry just kind of laugh and go, "Oh my gosh, why would they even think that?" Well, I'll tell you why they think that. Nobody's told them what it is. Nobody's explained that a rotary the cows walk on, the machine goes on, they go around for eight minutes, they back up, and they go on their merry way back out to hang out with the rest of the cows. It's so you know, it's like a eight minute merry go round for cows, <laughs> and they love it. But because nobody's actually taken the time to say, no, this is a modern milking facility where the cows voluntarily get on, go around once, and back out. You know, they can make it into whatever, because it looks, yeah, they're, how could they get off of that? It's They're stuck on there. <laughs> well, but, what, what you're getting to, and it's become becoming trendy to talk about this urban-rural divide, and it's getting bigger. That's really what this is all about, because... I think we in rural areas and farming, we forget just how disconnected people are from farming. You know, we, we grew up around it. We take a lot of this stuff for granted. You know, we talk about a lagoon and we know what that means. Uh, but people in the city don't anymore. When 50 years ago, they likely had somebody who lived on a farm that they right. knew they had been on a farm, probably, you know, close family was. Look at the percentage of the population that's involved in agriculture and how that's dwindled from that many years ago until now. It's, you know, one, one and a half percent of the population or something now is a tiny fragment of us who are actually involved in this world. So, yeah, you're exactly right. Why would they know anything about it? We need to step outside of ourselves and realize, hey, people don't really know anything about what we do. Right. And the only way they learn is they go online or they ask an activist who's coming into the city to explain to them how terrible we are. So if you don't have people that are willing to stand up and maybe take the heat... It's going to, our lives are going to change for the worse going forward. So You've got it. Why is it that it's only the naysayers that seem to get in front of these people? Why is that? You know, I have theories, uh, but I just breathed heavily. My wife was is going to tell me, gosh, dang it, Derek, you, you need to stop <laughs> breathing heavily when you do interviews. <laughs> she, uh, yeah, she gets on me about that. You know, I think that that's because they're funded. Like, if you talk about the AHS, US, Humane Society of the United States, they're the ones that run those sad puppy dog in cages ads where they ask for donations and less than 1% of their proceeds go towards actually helping animals in shelters. And the rest of it goes, you know, to lawyers and animal activists to change laws make it harder for people, small family farms to survive because we're having to deal with more and more regulations. It's groups like that. They're well-funded and it's, they, they, they have no reason not to continue what they're doing. Follow so, the money, right? I, I follow think, the I, money. I, I yeah. think you're making a good point there with, with the amount of, and, and it's interesting because they try to spin this David and Goliath narrative and, that, that, and in reality, yeah. it's completely backwards. They're trying to say farming, farming is industrial. It's, you know, factory farms. It's huge. No one has a voice other than Monsanto and... Well, it's Bayer now. Yeah, or whatever it is, you know, the the uh, the big evil boogeyman du jour. Um, and, and so, and it's just these wee little uh, activists who are trying to speak up against the Goliath that is this farming industry, when in reality reality it's pretty much exactly the opposite of that yeah it really is i mean i'm just a, i'm a fourth generation family farm here in tolmuk and it's 
me, I have no outside funding, uh, and I'm trying to combat all this propaganda that I see online, and so I know which one of us is better funded, and it <laughs> sure isn't me. So how how do you start doing this? How do you tackle something this big? You know, I there I go again. I I just started talking about my daily life. It's not hard to to talk about what you do for a living and what you love. Most people want to know. They don't want to believe that we're all just torturing animals because they know that can't be true because it doesn't make sense for one thing. Uh, there's research. We have research industry funded, so you know you can't trust it. But show, that shows that cattle that are in a low stress environment do better, produce more milk, produce a better end product if they're beef. So it's like, why would you say I'm only in for in it for the money? Okay, then why would I abuse my animals when I have? You know, I have all this data that says that if I abuse my animals, it's going to cost me money. You're going to lose money. Yeah, it, 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 it's nonsensical at best. I mean, that's a nice way to put it. Yeah, it doesn't add up. But don't don't you get worried that you know you're going to be attacked? I mean, you you've, you know, I, I know you're pretty public. You tell a lot about your uh, daily life and what goes on on the farm. You you know, you take on some people you think are telling lies. They come back at you with some pretty nasty stuff. Yes. Isn't that a and risk? I have, I, oh, there's definitely a risk. Um, and I have a 10-month-old. She's 10 months old today. And I have a 12-year-old and a 10-year-old. And the 12- and 10-year-old, uh, my kids, obviously. Yeah. I don't do anything. I, they don't show up online. They don't do anything. And it's almost, mm. to the, I, I, I made a decision that at a year of age, my little girl will no longer be on my page mm. because I don't want them. I don't want people to be able to recognize them in public. Yeah. I don't want them to have to have, potentially have to deal with the blowback. I mean, if they want to try and, uh, you know, if they want to, they see me in public and they want to get in my face or something. <laughs> I'm six four, three hundred pounds. It's, <laughs> I'm, I'm, on. I'm not that worried. I mean, yeah, okay, they're crazy and they might do something crazy, but I can't. I I can't. You can't let fear stop you from telling the truth. Derek Josie so. is with us right now on the farming show. Dylan Honkoop with you here on KGMI News Talk 790 and the Save Family Farming Podcast, uh, which you can subscribe to on iTunes. It's on SoundCloud as well. Derek Josie, uh, a farmer down in Tillamook, Oregon, he's really taken it upon himself to tell his story, to get out there and be an advocate for farming, especially for the dairy community. Um, you've had success though, too. Talk about the, talk about the reactions that you get. Maybe some of the people who have changed their mind. I know you're so active on social media, et cetera. You know, you're on podcasts, you're out there telling these stories, you know, debunking myths, making videos, all this kind of stuff. It's talking actually, to cows. Talking to cows. <laughs> we need to talk about that in a minute. Why yeah. you're making videos of yourself talking to cows. Uh, but, but it, it's working. Yeah, it is. I, I mean, I don't want to sound overly proud, but I started two and a half years ago, and my Facebook page, I've grown to 35,000 followers, and uh, it's a good crowd. A lot of people, I have people that are in the biotech industry that follow me. I have nutritionists that follow me. I have uh, 
people in major metropolitan areas, LA, New York, you know, the 10, I try and get my message into the 10 largest metropolitan areas because that's where we need to be reaching. Mm -hmm. And so I've got some really smart people that follow my page now and have actually helped me by sending me information and things like that. So they've made me a better advocate for my own industry. And that's a great feeling when you're you're out there and you have people like uh, Frank Mittenberg. I probably just butchered his last name, but he's a uh, research. Dr. Mittloner down yeah. at UC Davis. Down, he's he's awesome. Uh, he's awesome, and he'll he sends me data. He if I see a new study and I send it to him, he'll break it down for me and say this is why it's not actually accurate. These are the numbers. This is what they should have been saying the numbers are. I mean, people like that make my job so much easier. They make me look good, and I appreciate <laughs> them so much. Well, and, and he embraces this this new mindset as well. It's not just about going out and saying how good farming is. It's about calling out the BS frankly, that's right. being said about farming. You, you, you can't do one without the other because people aren't going to buy that. They aren't going to buy you just saying, well, we aren't as bad as they say we are. You have to go out and say, no, these people are lying and they're actually attacking farming right. because, and, and because they, they're, 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 their claims, they're, and Dr. Mittloner, Dr. Frank Mittloner, since you mentioned him, just him, him in a nutshell, and, and folks, go follow him on, on Twitter. On Twitter, or, he's great. Yeah, or on, I think he's on some other social media platforms too, but he's very active on Twitter. In a nutshell, he's all about greenhouse gases. He calls himself the GHG guru, greenhouse guru, gas guru. Yep. That's his handle, actually, at greenhouse gas, or at GHG guru on Twitter. Uh, he, in a nutshell, he's all about, and, and again, he's, he's a very smart highly educated man who's on faculty at a respected university who has the data on greenhouse gas emissions and can tell you that this narrative about farming being the worst thing for climate change is bunk and they don't have the data to back up that bs narrative that they've created whether it's about you know not eating meat or whether it's about all animal agriculture is bad it's not true and he has the data to show it anyway that's yeah, him in, it, in a nutshell him in a nutshell and he's he is he is great on twitter he'll just yeah i i have nothing but respect for that man because he could just stay in his nice comfortable zone at a research university and well, I guess I'm doing the same thing. I could just stay comfortable on my farm, and <laughs> but but he's he's so smart, and I I and he's not the only one. I mean, there's a bio beef and a whole bunch of them that online mm. that are that are trying to get the truth out there, and they're great. I mean. I think the the, the 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 as far as from a dairy community perspective, which dairy farming is kind of the biggest farming um, sector here where I'm broadcasting from, probably where you're at as well. Uh, beef isn't as big of a player, but looking at them nationally, in some ways they're way ahead of the game in 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 you know taking on this advocacy role and really getting the truth out. Some of the things that that people in that community are doing are are pretty impressive. Yeah, I will say, Doctor Doctor Place, uh, mm-hmm. Place. Uh, yeah, she's great too. She's another one if you're on Twitter to follow. <laughs> absolutely, talking with Derek Just, Josie right now. By the way, dairy farmer down in. Real quick, tell us about your farm. How many head you got? You, you're you're a Jersey guy, Jersey animals. 
Oh yeah. Uh, I'm a fourth generation. I think I already mentioned that. Yep. Uh, original farm was 60 cows, 60 acres. We like to keep it simple. We're at 500 acres with 500 milk cows. We raise all our own replacements. Um, we're part of the Tillamook County Creamery Association. So anytime you are eating Tillamook dairy products, uh, chances are some of that could have possibly came from my farm. I mean, there's 80 of us that are members. So I think uh, in this part of the world, if you don't know about Tillamook cheese at least, and, and maybe Tillamook ice cream or yogurt or some of those other things, you, you pretty much have to be crazy or living under a rock. Um, definitely under a rock. Derek, explain why you talk to cows in videos. Explain. Hey, you've, you've had this series kind of going uh, lately where you, you kind of have these uh, kind of team, what, team meetings with you and Team and meetings, safety meetings. You know, it was just a fun <laughs> way to to have a conversation with people like I did one on vaccines and it happened to be when these dang outbreaks were going on. And I was just so ticked because I have, you know, I have a 10 month old yep. and my wife goes out to the Valley cause her mom's out there and her dad's out there and she spends time out there out in the Willamette Valley where these measles outbreaks were going on. Mm. And I was just so mad that people are not vaccinating that I thought, you know what? I'm going to talk to my cows about why. <laughs> and, you know, I even said they needed to stop going on naturalcow.com, which I'm thinking about buying that donate domain name now, because I'm sure people have tried to look at it. Um, you know, it's just my way of communicating with people. I've, I've talked to them about safety and not putting their head through gates and stuff. Cause I had one that, we had a little man gate that she put her head through, lifted it up, and walked away with it. And so I had to try and get it back off of her, and that made a good one. You talked with uh, them about activist season, too. Oh, I did. Yeah, that was that was by far the best one I've ever had. It, it's been seen by like three million people. And I was just standing out in the field, and I was explaining what to do if an activist comes on the farm. You know, the things that our sheriff has told us. Make sure you have signs posted. Uh, tell them that they're trespassing. They need to get off the property. And then I also told them to surround them and lick them until they left. But <laughs> how cows can attack activists? Lick them. Yeah. Yeah. Lick them. Activists who are there to hold up them. signs and talk about how you're abusing your animals so terribly. We're, we're about out of time with Derek Josie. Again, dairy farmer down in Tillamook, Oregon. Uh, great advocate for farming on social media in particular if people want to follow you where do they need to go what do they need to do i am tdf honest farming on instagram and facebook and it's just at derek josie on uh the old twitter uh derek spelled d-e-r-r-i-c-k and then j-o-s-i j-o-s-i find him on uh, twitter find him on facebook follow him He's lots, got lots of good entertaining stuff. I'm sure we could talk for hours. We appreciate you checking in on the program, and we appreciate all the good work that you're doing, just telling that daily story out there. It makes a difference. Well, I appreciate what you're doing up there in Washington, too, so keep up the good work.